All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. There is a lot happening today. Welcome into Oilers Nation every day. Coming to you live from the Sports Closet studio up at the top right there. Shout out to our friends at the Sports Closet. Check out their website. Check them out. Sherwood Park Mall, St. Albert Mall. Also in Kingsway, you can pick up one of these bad boys. Don't think you're going to want to get Matthias Yanmark on the back of it, though. Uh, we got some breaking news. We're going to discuss that. We got some news from our friends in Calgary. We're going to discuss that final preseason of the game of the year tonight. We're going to discuss that. And my boy Bag Milk is coming around also. Let's go Blue Jays. But first, the breaking news. Let's get into it with the lead. We are live and about five minutes before we went live. The Oilers gave us something to discuss, putting a couple of players on waivers. A debate maybe which one of these is more notable, but there are some interesting discussion points coming off each of these. We'll start with the first name there. The Oilers putting somewhat newly signed forward Matthias Janmark on waivers. He didn't have a very impressive camp at all, I would say. Um, He didn't do a lot to stick out. And if you're going to be in a bottom six role, you need to do some things well. And I think he was okay on the penalty kill, but, you know, he wasn't crashing and banging. He wasn't really generating a lot of offense. So it's not exactly surprising to see this. What this does mean, though, is that Derek Ryan's made the opening night roster. And that's not entirely surprising either. You know, you see a guy who has a bit more familiarity with the coaching staff, familiarity with his surroundings. 
and who I think you can trust a little bit more at the center ice position than a guy like Matthias Janmark. And at the end of the day, that fourth line's role is going to be fairly minimal at five on five. Those are guys who you're going to need to penalty kill. And with Ryan, I just think there's probably a bit more of a trust factor. I didn't think either him or Janmark had particularly great camps, but I think you go with for lack of a better phrase, the devil you know in this situation. You keep Ryan around. Um, someone asking if, if I think Yanmark's going to get claimed. No, I don't think uh, I don't think he gets claimed at all. Uh, there's a lot of quality players going on waivers every day. I mean, you look out in Carolina, they're putting a guy like Jordan Martinuk on waivers today, and he's got a bunch more bite to his game than a guy like Yanmark does. So I think they're safe with Yanmark going on waivers. I would imagine he reports down to Bakersfield. I can't see him just like darting out and going to play in Europe. And I would expect that at some point he probably comes back up. We all know that injuries are going to happen and things like that. So not entirely surprising to see Yanmark on waivers based on his camp. I would be surprised if he gets claimed. The one name on that list that is, you know, a little bit surprising is a guy like Dmitry Samurikov. You know, a good young defenseman, a third round pick a few years ago, someone who this organization has, I, I will say has a lot of hope in, could, you know, they want him to one day contribute at the NHL level. He just got outworked in camp by Nima Linen and Broberg, I think. And it's simple as that. You want your training camps to have some element of competition that means something, right? And while it's a bit of a risk to send a young defenseman through waivers, I think you could also look at this time of the year and the quality that usually hits the waiver wire in the three, four days leading up to the regular season, and you can kind of go, he should slide through. Like, again, unless some team is really, really in love with Dmitry Samurikov, and, and I can't see that being the case, I would imagine he clears as well. Um, let's bring in our good friend Liam Horbin co-host of the show to get his take on these two Liam Samurikov Yanmark you think either of these guys gets claimed I think like you said if one of them is going to get claimed it's going to be Samurikov like he's a young defenseman so maybe some team like Arizona wants to bring him in and fill out that team and kind of take the risk on him I suppose you could say Yanmark I don't think he will and I actually do think he can become a useful part of this team like we spoke yeah. about it yesterday depth is an important part of trying to win a Stanley Cup and if Yanmark's one of those guys that can kind of come back and forth from Bakersfield all season long or maybe even make a claim to stay with the Oilers later on in the season I think that's it's a good thing to have that depth in your organization um it's interesting now too with Tyler Benson going I wonder where he could have fit into this team if he hadn't got injured would it have been him and Yanmark getting sent down today but at the end of the day I don't think these are two like huge losses for the Oilers and I think I'm not that surprised that Yanmark went over Derek Ryan either. It's like you said, the Oilers yeah. are familiar with Ryan. I think they like the idea of knowing that he can play with a guy like Nugent Hopkins and he's a good penalty killer and he's a sentiment, a right-handed sentiment, something the Oilers don't have a ton of. And he's, he's an important part to this team. And with the leadership they lost in Mike Smith and Duncan Keith, I'm sure they value that a lot from Ryan too. Yeah, and that's actually a good point, too. This team did lose some veteran leaders over the summer, and keeping a guy like Derek Ryan around, who from everything you hear is good in the room, isn't the worst-case uh, scenario. Other waiver news from today, because it is that time of the year. Jordan Martinuk, I mentioned him out in Carolina. Anton Hudobin in Dallas is on waivers. He's presumably healthy, but the stars with Wedgwood and Ottinger just have no Hudobin, and his contract is a bit too big. Can't see him getting claimed. Andreas Janssen out in 
jersey is on waivers and this is a really really interesting one last season this guy scored 13 goals in 71 games and i'm pretty sure the devils pay him like a significant chunk of money i'm just going to double check this right now over on puckpedia but yeah he makes 3.4 million this year um that cap hit alone is probably going to allow him to slide through waivers so not super surprising. Uh, Clem Costin in St. Louis, Justin Dowling in Vancouver, and Martin Furk in St. Louis, a guy who can shoot the puck like 101, 102 miles an hour. Like this guy can absolutely rip the pill, and he rips up the American League as well. Um, 73 points in 58 American League games last season. Like this dude is legit at the AHL level for whatever reason, just can never find a way to stick in the NHL. So that's your waiver updates for today. Um, an interesting question in the YouTube chat from Sergeant Battle, but it's a YouTube, it's a question you had as well, Liam. Yeah. Will James, yeah, Hamlet, James Hamlet make the team? Yeah. Take he's, us through. Do you, you, know, he's you been think? One of those, it's so hard to say with him because he's an undrafted player who came in on an AHL deal did really well to earn himself an NHL contract, and now he's one of the last cuts for this forward group. Like, it's kind of it's kind of hard to doubt this guy. Like, he's more than capable and knows how to kind of like grind through those levels to get to where he needs to be. And I mean, if he's a young guy that can come in and play on the fourth line, he's got some skill. Like you see his numbers here: he had 21 goals last season in Bakersfield. Like, one of their better forwards, if not their best forward. Like. Maybe it's maybe it's time to give him a chance. Like I, I don't know if you necessarily play him on opening night, but I do think this is a guy we'll see in Edmonton fairly often this season. Like especially if he goes down to Bakersfield and thrives. However, Bakersfield is without Raphael Lavoie and Carter Savoy to start the season. So I wonder if yeah. they just look at an organizational thing and think, okay, maybe we need some offense in Bakersfield rather than in Edmonton at the moment too. Yeah, and that's fair. Um, I think there are a lot of reasons to like Hamblin. I think there are a lot of signs that the coaching staff really does. You see in the picture off to the side here, he's wearing the C on his jersey. I believe that's from the rookie tournament in Penticton when he was named the captain of the team. They like this guy a lot. Woodcroft was at that rookie tournament as well. Woodcroft would know him a little bit from his time down in Bakersfield. And Woodcroft the other day had some really good things to say about James Hamblin. Uh, in a piece that the Edmonton Sun had up, as well hamblin was asked about just what's what's kind of been his his motto so far in camp and it's every day matters every practice every morning skate you really can't take anything off things are getting tighter and tighter you take a morning skate off and who knows it's all about being your best self every day um that right there is the mindset bottom six guys have to have in a training camp jake Vertanen didn't have it i didn't necessarily think matthias yanmark had it either so I, I all the credit to James Hamblin for sticking around as long as he has. Um, just taking a look at the way the roster is kind of shaped up here. I think they have 15 players listed on their official roster. Yanmark's one of them, so they're down to 14. We're assuming they're going to run with 13, maybe only 12 for salary cap reasons. But regardless, Hamblin, Devin Shore, we're assuming Derek Ryan made this team, so Brad Malone. Out of those three, you might only actually have to cut one of them. There might be a situation here where it's between Brad Malone and James Hamblin for a roster spot, which is not something I thought I'd be saying two weeks ago. I think it's interesting with Devin Shaw, too, because if we remember back to when Woodcroft was appointed the head coach of the Oilers, like Shaw was playing like two minutes a night. Like He was not playing a lot, and Malone and Hamblin have been two guys who... Woodcroft is trust, trusted in Bakersfield. So 
I wonder if like a trust factor comes into this with Shaw. Like obviously he's a good veteran player and we saw the videos after the Calgary games in the playoffs last year where he's in the tunnel and everyone's giving everyone high five. So clearly he's a good teammate too. So it's it's a tougher decision than I think it's going to come, you know, than it seems really, yep. you know. But I, I could see it being Malone and Shaw over Hamlin just for the injury factor and maybe a veteran thing too. But I, I do think Malone does make this team funnily enough this season. Yeah, I mean, they put him in the lineup for a playoff game last year. That shows you again, yeah. and, and that's a Woodcroft-Bakersfield connection that they kind of have. Woodcroft seems to like these guys that he's familiar with. That, again, goes back to the Ryan over Yanmark decision that they made today. Uh, heading over to the YouTube chat, if you want to have your opinion heard, uh, we appreciate you no matter how you're watching, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, but we pay attention to the YouTube chat on this show. So head over to YouTube, the Nation Network, hit that subscribe button and drop your comment in the chat. Like Joey, who says, I'm really liking how the roster's shaping up. Vertanen released, Yanmark and Samurikov to waivers, overall smart moves. Uh, yeah, it's not the worst thing at all for Samurikov. Um I would have liked again to see him push a little bit harder to make this team, but I think Nima Linen's just was just flat out better in camps. There's nothing you can really do about that. Every team has to make tough waiver decisions unless you're like Arizona and Chicago. So this is just one of those tough decisions that the Oilers had to make. Uh, tonight, preseason finale against the Seattle Kraken. It is at Rogers Place. We do know Jack Campbell is expected to get all 60 minutes tonight. Um, so again, another chance for Jack Campbell to get into midseason form. Not that I'm reading too much into his preseason results, but we haven't seen a lineup. One thing we're definitely watching for, though, Liam, it's going to be how James Hamblin and Brad Malone play tonight. Because this, if they're both in the lineup, this will kind of be their last sort of audition here ahead of uh, the regular season. So I'm very happy that the preseason is coming to an end. But I think tonight it's... Hamblin, Malone, and Shore, see how they play. And then it's also Niemelein and Broberg, see which one of them play, or if they both play, how they kind of pan out. And I would also say, again, the Pugliarvi Holloway watch. Did, did I miss anything there? No, I, I think that's covered fairly well. Like we saw yesterday, I think players like Dreisaitl and Yamamoto didn't skate. I'm not sure what the it is there, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if those guys don't play tonight. But yeah, like those are kind of the main things we need to be looking for with It'd be interesting. Maybe that Malone, Sean, Campbell is just one line. Maybe they just all play together and fight it out. But I think right now this team, like, you know, obviously the cuts today, like, it's fairly set. And it, I'm excited to see Campbell play another 60 minutes. I think it's important that these goalies actually start getting some rhythm. And what's this now? C Campbell's second full 60. Skinner's played a couple too. So this is where we're at. We're only a few more days away from... The Oilers started the regular season. The regular season, I think, started 13 minutes ago, right? So let's just get this yeah. over with. No injuries and get moving along here. Yeah, you're right. The regular season is technically underway as mm. uh, the Sharks and Predators, or do they not? They don't play. Oh, no. Yeah, it's, it should be starting any second now. Puck drop between yeah, the Sharks right? and Preds uh, from the NHL Global Series. We also got some news from out of town today. We're going to get to that and a little bit more in a segment that I'm very excited to introduce to the people. Every single Friday on this show, in this spot, it is going to be our boy Bag Milk joining the show for something we are called the Bro Down. So let's get to it. Let's bring in our boy Bag Milk. It's Friday, so you know what that means? It's time for the Bro Down with Bag Milk. 
I love that we just have the picture of bagged milk up for this. I pleaded with you to do a face reveal on episode one, but you wouldn't bite. Bagged milk, welcome to Oilers Nation every day. How about that intro? Saving the best guest for last. That's always the way to do it. First week of the show, you save the best guest for last. We're both wearing our Jays jerseys. The Oilers played their last preseason game tonight. Let's go. We should have photoshopped a Jays jersey onto your little caricature here. That would have been really funny. Um, all right, let's well, get into Alex it with the Oilers. Started. I was telling Alex before we started. I'm going to now that I'm going to be doing this show with you every Friday. This, this like this graphic is very funny. Kennedy, our graphic designer, made this for me, and I love it. But we need some upgrades there. So I'm going to put this little dude. He's going to be sitting at a desk. I'm going to maybe put a microphone in front of his face. We're going to do some upgrades here, Tyler. Yeah, I, I like the idea of that. Um, also, in the YouTube chat, if you have any non-hockey questions for our friend Bag Milk, drop them in there. I want to mix in a few of those every Friday. You know, keep our Friday shows a little light and casual. Uh, all right, I want to get into the Oilers news first with you. Yanmark Samurikov, you surprised at all by either of these? Uh, no, not really, to be honest. I thought that, like, I'll start with Samorikov. Um, The interesting thing about that is that he has to clear waivers. So obviously the Oilers are hoping that he's going to sneak through with what is looking like a, a hefty list from around the NHL today. He didn't yeah. really do a whole lot in the preseason to stand out. Uh, compared to a guy like Marcus Niemelainen, right? Like I thought Niemelainen had a really good camp. He hits everything that moves. He's basically a human torpedo. And I think that that's probably why they chose him over Samorokov. What's going to be interesting now is seeing if Samorokov slides through waivers. We all hope he does. He's a prospect that we still want to watch and we still want to follow, but he just needs a little bit more flavor. Um, as for Matthias Janmark, I was expecting more out of him in the preseason. Um, I mean, if you look at the Oilers' fourth line right now as it's constructed, you can't tell me that there's not a spot on that fourth line for a guy to win a job. So the fact that he didn't and he's going down on waivers today, uh, I mean, I expected more out of him in the preseason. But when you got a guy like I heard you guys talking about Derek Ryan before, if you look at the Oilers down the middle, they have no right-handed centermen. So I wonder how much that factored in as well. Yeah, that's totally fair as well. We saw in a couple postseasons go against Chicago, even against Winnipeg, not having a right-handed centerman at times can really throw you off. Uh, I want to get your take on a little Calgary Flames talk here. When everything was going on this summer, Goudreau leaves, and then it's like, oh, Kachuk's not going to resign. We were laughing. We we're like, oh, Battle of Alberta's dead. Flames are going to finish in the basement. It's over. And then they flipped Kachuk for Uyghur and Huberto, and we're all like, okay, let's see if they can get these guys signed before we start saying this trade was a big win. Huberto locked up, and now they get an eight-year deal done with Uyghur, $6.25 per. I mean, Brad Tree Living, you just can't stop pulling out the dubs, man. This trade, as an Oilers fan, is so annoying because I have no idea what Bill Zito was doing. He got absolutely fleeced on this deal. If you had done Huberto straight, ac straight across for Matt Kachuk, then all of a sudden you're like, okay, that kind of makes sense or whatever. Maybe you trade some picks and some prospects in there somewhere along the line. But the fact that Calgary also got Mackenzie Weger in here doesn't make any sense to me. And while I'm seeing a lot of Oilers fans right now going, well, yeah, well, the contracts are both expensive. Well, they are. And if you add Nazem Kadri into the mix, they are. But this is a really good Calgary Flames team, and they were backed into a corner, and Brad Living found a way to get himself out of it. It's annoying that the Calgary Flames did this well in a position of weakness like they were in. And to see them get long-term deals on both of these guys, 
sure, you're going to say that these are going to be tough contracts to move two, three, four years down the line. We all say that about everything. But you know what? This season, who cares? If you're a Calgary Flames fan, you're probably pumped on this. And as an Oilers fan, you're just kind of like, really, how did they do it? So, and the other thing too, like people can rip on the end of these contracts and it might hurt the Flames as an organization. But when you look at this from a Bradtree living perspective, like if he didn't pull off all of these moves and get all these guys in, he probably would have been fired in the next 12 months. Exactly. Instead, he has a team that's going to be competitive for at least the next three to five seasons. So do you really think Tree Living cares all that much if in five years he gets fired because he has no cap space? Probably not because he got three or four more years of being an NHL GM. So, and three or four more years of keeping his team's cup window open. So you're right. It's frustrating from an Oilers perspective. Um, the Uyghur deal, like I think eight years, 6.25 million for Uyghur. I'll be honest. I think that makes the Darnell Nurse contract look worse. It does. It, it really does. Like Darnell Nurse got signed in that window where people were just backing up the dump trucks full of money for defensemen. And it was one of those things where he was on an absolute heater, if you remember. It was the all-Canadian division. It was career highs all over the place for all kinds of Oilers in terms of production, or at least their goal per game kind of rate. Nurse was right in that mix, and he cashed the bag. So now we realize they probably didn't need to get him signed at that time. And then you see things like Mackenzie Weger's contract and go, well, it's some, yeah, of course, it's an overpay. There's no other way to do it. But at the same point, Darnell Nurse is still the Oilers' best defenseman and we need him. So sure, we can complain about the money all day long, but if he's not in the lineup, that's a real problem for the Oilers. How upset are you that this is the final preseason game of the year? I know you're a big preseason guy. All I want to do is never watch a preseason game again in my life. They're so boring. I could not care less. And the fact that the fact that I have to flex our friends at Betway just to make these things interesting and put some money down on these preseason games to have any level of care, it's just, it's annoying. Eight preseason games is about six preseason games too long. I'm over it. I'm thrilled that there's this is the last one. I'm glad that it's in Edmonton because at least we get a seven o'clock start. Because let me tell you, yeah. when we were on Wednesday night and it's an 8 p.m. start and the stream is unwatchable, that makes it really tough to get into the preseason. Could not be happier that after tonight, after the Oilers beat the Kraken and I win some money, the next time we do this is for keeps. Let's be honest, Tyler. We're both wearing Jays jerseys. The last thing we care about today on Friday, October 7th, is the last Oilers preseason game. We're doing a little watch party for the Jays at 2 p.m. in Nation HQ. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm trying to get my to-do list done. I'm trying to get everything going. That's what I'm caring about is having a beer with you send some DK lineups and win a little cash on the Jays. Okay. So we got, we got two listener questions already that I'll throw your way. One from our friend Genesis who wants to know how many beef and sheds you've crushed this week. Uh, I actually got two. I went, <laughs> I got two beef and sheds this past week. I've been thinking about them a lot. So only two, those are rookie numbers. I can do better. But you're taking uh, quads to Arby's next week for an Arby's date when he comes into town. Yes, David Quadrelli, the Nation Network Editor-in-Chief, he is coming in. Oilers play the Canucks for their season opener. He has requested a date to Arby's. I will take him there. It'll be very romantic. And also, John asked, how much money do you think I have on the Jays' money line today? We're betting together, though, and you know we're taking that spread. Come on now. We're betting heavy. We're going to be a little unreasonable. We're betting with our hearts. But how much do I think Tyler has on this? 
I'm not going to say monetary value, but I am going to say I bet you got at least 10 units on this game. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, our friends at Betway do have the Jays as favorites today in their game against the Seattle Mariners, minus 130. Alec Manoa over 5.5Ks. Lock it up because I'm already one for one betting on postseason baseball. Shane Bieber got 7Ks today for uh, the Cleveland Guardians in their game against Tampa Bay. Um, so yeah, I'm fired up to get to the office and watch some Toronto Blue Jays baseball with you. Um, what else did I want to hit on with you? Uh, honestly, nothing else really. What are we drinking this weekend? What's the red wine of red wine of the weekend? Well, it's Thanksgiving, so um, mm. we got to upgrade a little bit. It depends what you're looking for. I am if I, I've got a bottle of a, of a of a Pinot Noir called Bread and Butter. You know, it's a casual, probably about a fifteen dollar bottle somewhere in that range. Uh, I've got some Snoop Dogg, the Nineteen Crimes. That's delicious. I drank a bottle of that last night. I'm going to buy more of that for the weekend. So I think a couple, maybe two, three bottles of each of those is the play. Uh, but we'll see how things go. Sometimes you crack those open and they find that, that there's a hole in them. So they go quickly, Tyler. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining the show. Excited to do this next Friday as well, buddy. Anytime you need me, buddy. All right. Let's get to the wrap. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Taking a look in the chat here, a few people bringing up uh, an interesting question, trying to tie in the the Uyghur deal to a potential Evan Bouchard thing. And I think that's actually a pretty fair conversation to have for the most part. Like Mackenzie Uyghur getting eight years by 6.25 right now. He is heading into his 28-year-old season. So I think if you're Evan Bouchard, you could probably look at this and kind of go, you know, that's, that's right around where my value could be, like a good safe spot. After I'll, here, I'll ask you this, Liam. After seeing Uyghur go for eight by six point two five, if the cost to get Bouchard done to a say six year deal was six million, would you do it? Uh, yeah, I think I would do it. I mean, you're locking up your future number one defenseman for six years at a, a reasonable price, I suppose. So 
I feel like he could really exceed that amount in towards the end of that deal too. So yeah, I think that's a I think yeah. that's a fair enough deal. And it's worth mentioning that Uyghur extension doesn't kick in until next season. He's got one more year at a $3.25 million cap hit. Then he'll make the jump for eight years following that. So again, similar to Huberto, similar to Kadri, they're going to be paying this guy for a really long time. But I also look at the rest of their blue line. Hannafin, under $5 million. Anderson, $4.5 million. Tanev, 4 Zadarov, 3.75. Shillington 2.5 as well. That's a lot of guys not making over $5 million. And for a blue line as good as they have, they got some really, really nice contracts there. Um, so anyways, Flames get Uyghur done. Oilers put a couple of players on waivers. Lots of guys on waivers over or uh, through around the NHL today, um, as Bag Milk and I talked about. Betting. Jays in action tonight. You know me. I'm back in the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm also back in the Philadelphia Phillies for my boy Frank Saravalli. But we are going to talk a little hockey betting here, Liam. Preseason yes, puck. I, we both got the overwrite in the last game. You missed on taking mm-hmm. the Oilers to win. They are big, big, big favorites tonight. Do you like them? I love him. I love him so much. I'm going on the puck line at plus 125. I mean, hey, it's, it's preseason. We may as well keep having a little bit of fun with it. Like you said, there's not a lot of value in the money line. The total didn't have a lot in there too. So with Jack Campbell in, I think he's going to still want to keep impressing, you know, new mm-hmm. team, new fans, all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to go. Jack Campbell is a good game and allows the others to win by two at plus 125 on Betway. I do like that line actually. Plus one twenty-five on the Jays or on the Oilers to win tonight. I'll wait. I'm not going to bet it until I see for sure that McDavid or Drysaddle are playing. I probably want one mm. of them in the lineup. Also, you want to check out what Seattle's lineup is going to look like. Um, but again, Oilers to win minus one and a half. I'll ride with you on that. I'm also taking the Jays on the run line at a very very juicy plus one seventy. Vladdy to hit a dinger. And I'm going Alec Manoa over five and a half Ks over with our friends on Betway. There is a lot to do. Sports schedule getting busy, um, but it's the best time of the year. Uh, Jonathan, you got to be a different kind of hardcore to be gambling on preseason hockey. Uh, Yeah, but I would argue that it makes preseason hockey watchable. So there's that as well. Uh... Yeah, let me know if you're going to be watching the Jays game today as well. Bag Milk and I will be nice and active on Twitter. So uh, we'll get a little something going on Twitter for everyone that's watching the Jays game today. We're doing a watch party down at Nation HQ for all the staff. We're going to put the the game on the big TV and have a couple of brewskis as well and have a good time. I also love, shout out to Joey for dropping a Go Bills in there too. Bills, Steelers. Liam, actually, I'm going to bring you back on. On Friday, I want to know. It's Friday, but we don't have another show over the weekend. And I'm not going to ask you the dangerous way does Liam wash his bananas before eating them question because I, I really don't even understand the context to that. It's a weird one. But I do want to ask you if you have any uh, NFL locks for this weekend. What do you like? Um, Honestly, the Detroit Lions over seems to be going really well. As a Detroit fan, it makes the uh, the game somewhat interesting considering we just lose. So I like those a lot. But how about that game last night? What an absolute disaster of a Thursday night football game that was. Like, oh just so, so boring to watch. And next week, what do we have? Washington and Chicago? Like, they're not exactly teasing us up for another big one here. So I know the Giants. Is it the Giants in Green Bay that are in um, London this week too? So we won't get to watch yeah. that one. But I, I, 
I wouldn't mind the uh, the green break the green base spread on that one too, just because I think they're they're bound to just break out anytime soon. I think the Giants are a little overrated. You know me, you know I love teaser bets. My best teaser of the week, take the Seahawks and our boy Geno Smith. Tease that all the way up. Uh, get it six and a half points up. Get the Bills down six and a half points as well. And parlay those two for like a little minus 130 teaser. Bills and Seahawks on a teaser is worth something. And also the LA Chargers minus two and a half in Cleveland against the Browns. I think the Browns are getting a little bit too much credit. Jacoby Brissett is not that good. I refuse to believe it. Um, so there you go. Those are my two bets for uh, the NFL slate that I'm looking at this week. And that is going to be a wrap on today's edition of Oilers Nation Every Day, live every weekday from the Sports Closet Studio. They got the Royal Blues in stock, and they're cheaper than the Authentic Store as well. So go check out Sports Closet, Sherwood Park, Kingsway, and the St. Albert Mall, or online, sportscloset.ca. Go pick yourself up a nice Vladdy Guerrero Jr. jersey. And why not wager on him to hit a bomb? Let's go, Blue Jays. Enjoy the Oilers preseason finale. No show Monday because it's Thanksgiving. We'll be back on Tuesday. Thanks for watching the first week of Oilers Nation every day. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.